Today we talk about Derrick Rose returning to the Cavaliers. For the win! He did it! Uh, so today we're recording this podcast, 12-8-2017. The day that Derrick Rose has officially returned to the Cavs. He mm-hmm. took a leave of absence for some reason, I don't really know why. Do you not know? No, I mean, he said it was, like, mental. Like, he needed just to mentally get away for a while. Mm-hmm. But he said he's officially reported back. And, uh, I don't know. I just felt it was a good time to do a Derek Rose podcast because of how sad his story is. It kind of is heartbreaking a little bit. And, I mean, I showed you, right before we started this, I showed you Highlights from his MVP season. Yes. And highlights from this season. And you could see how big a difference in the kind of player he was. And now we're going to talk about why he's such a different player. Uh, we're I'm going to go through his injury list. Just one by one. And we're going to talk about how many games he missed from each injury. So in 2012 playoffs, round one, he tore his ACL in ah. his left knee. Mm-hmm. He missed 99 games. He missed over a full season. Oh, my gosh. So he comes back November of 2013 and uh, six games into his comeback. He goes down with a right hamstring injury. Only misses just a few games. Yeah. But then... um, Disaster strikes. Yeah, no shit. In 2013. It is same month he came back. Tore the meniscus in his right knee. Other knee. His other knee. Missed 76 games. So he comes back in 2014. Sprained both ankles in one game. November 2014. November 2014. um, Just recurring sprained ankles. Uh, Hamstring in 2014. November 2014. All this is in one month. Four games for a left hamstring. Two games from a sickness, um, a left, sore left knee, missed a game. And then February 2015, he tore his meniscus in oh his right gosh. knee again, missed 20 games. You know, he missed the rest of the season. And then this year, um, the only reason he went down this year is he rolled his ankle and sprained it. He sprained his ankle, and he's been out the whole, I mean, the whole season. I don't have the... I don't have the stats of how many games he played this year, but it wasn't many. And it was so much, he, like, the injury was so much that uh, he just took, like, a leave of absence from the Cavaliers. He's played seven games this year. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, he took a leave of absence or whatever because he was contemplating retirement, and he said the injuries were taking too big of a toll on him. Um, and he officially returned today, but he officially returned. They did like a medical evaluation on him, and they said, "Okay, you're back, but to play, you're gonna have to go undergo surgery, surprise, to remove bone spurs from your sprained ankle." Dang it! So, I mean, you saw what kind of player he was. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy because um, every MVP. In the history of the NBA, is in the Hall of Fame or on the way to being in the Hall of Fame? Like that includes Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, LeBron James. Everybody's still playing. Derrick Rose will not be in the Hall of Fame. 
Which will really sings. He will be the first league MVP to never make the Hall of Fame. And which is crazy, because he's also the youngest MVP in NBA history at 22. He wanted it at 22. And so he's not, uh, I mean, even anywhere close to to Hall of Fame level. Uh, so I don't know. It's just, it's crazy because obviously you've seen what kind of player he was. Yeah, he, whenever we were watching the dunks, this is what I want to ask you. How many times do you think growing up or just in practice or whatever, do you think he dunked it like that and he just slammed his head? Like just oh, hit on the his backboard? head on the backboard, on the rim. I mean, he's up there. He could knock a team really out for is. sure. He he could get up. He's like one of the most athletic players to ever be in the NBA. He could maybe, with enough practice, could have jumped from one story to another story. <laughs> He'd be like, "Oh, you suckers, still taking the stairs." Shit. I've evolved past stairs. I've evolved past stairs. And he just jumps it. You know, two-story house. He probably has. He's probably working on it. But now it's like, I didn't see one dunk. I think, uh, so he played in New York last year. And I think I saw a stat that said he had two dunks all year. Oh, my gosh. He just, like, mentally, I think he should retire personally. Yeah, he's not in it. I think he's just not the player he was, obviously. But I just think, like he, uh, we talked about the first injury tearing his left or his uh, right ACL, left ACL. Yeah, he yeah. tore his his left ACL and his left knee. Missed ninety nine games. That is, um, so he missed the rest of the playoffs in twenty twelve, the entire regular season. And then miss the rest of the playoffs in 2013. Most people don't do that. Yeah. I mean, most people are back from it. And he, it's just such a big mental barrier. I mean, 2012, it's 2017. He still has that mental block. I mean, you, you can think tell. He's, you think he's scared of injury? Yeah, there's no doubt. There's no doubt he's scared of injury. That's why he doesn't play the same. Because he probably could. Yeah. I mean, he could probably get back to that, but... He probably got injured, had some doctors tell him he won't be able to play that way anymore, and then he let that really affect him. Yeah, exactly. He'll never be the same player again. Exactly, and it, it's crazy because he should have been somewhere close to the same player because he sat out 99 games. Yeah. That's unreal. I mean, if you tear your ACL in the playoffs of 2012, you should be back mid-2013. Yeah. And he missed. He came back 2014. Like, and then when he did come back. He hurt himself again. He played just a few games. I mean, just not very many at all. It's just crazy because you see 20, I mean, he won the MVP in 2010-2011. And now it's 2017-2018. He's a mediocre player. And he's just, at best, exactly. Mm. Like you see, he's playing so so timid and I don't know. Yeah. Like it's six years later, but you still see like such a mental barrier or whatever the injuries. You are think so? Like that guy needs would probably benefit a lot from a sports therapist. I feel like. Well, I mean, I'm sure he has one. He's played for three teams. I'm sure they've gotten him some. Uh, 
I mean, I don't know, because you think that you'd see some kind of, like, improvement in that mental block or, or that, that fear of being hurt. Because here's the thing. You think, okay, well, I'm going to play, play it safe, play it, play it smart, because I don't want to get hurt to where I can't play anymore. But he's, re- he's like, thinking about retirement anyways. Right. So why would you, I don't understand, like, why he would say, I'm thinking about not playing, seriously thinking about not playing, but I don't want to get hurt because what if I can't play? I don't know. I mean, I think it has more to do with, like, his legacy, because he's a Chicago kid. Yeah. And so, he, I, it was like, they build him to be... The savior of the Bulls since Jordan's left, they have, okay. they didn't have any success. I mean, hometown kid, like it's a storybook beginning or whatever. And he comes out youngest MVP in, in NBA history, mm-hmm. kicking LeBron's ass. In so the he's East. living, he's living the hype, right? Exactly. I mean, and he's always played that way. Yeah, he played that way when he was in college at Memphis with Coach Calipari. He played that way when he was in high school, uh, and he played that way on the playgrounds of Chicago. And so I'm Morning sure. Rays on Morning Rays. is what I spend most of my days chilling out Max when the lights are off. Cool. Are they going to pull us? Yeah. No <laughs> doubt. No doubt. Anyways. I, don't know. I mean, no, no amount of sports therapy would prepare you for that, I think. Because it's complete terror and for, in his ACL. And yeah. For such an athletic player, it's never going to feel the same. Like you're always going to be stiff. After just a minor workout, you're always going to be stiff when you wake up in the morning. Or, I mean, I, I guess for me, it's because I've never had like a severe injury before. I would maybe not understand. I mean, the only thing I've ever broke before is a toe. That's yeah. it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, no it makes sense. Uh, I don't know. I guess on my side, it is hard to. To really understand as well, but I don't know. As because there's because there's no doubt in my mind that that is a redneck out there. No, I'm just kidding. There's no doubt in my mind that he's not able to play the way he could for as long as he could. Before the injury. Before the first injury, let alone the several injuries that he's had. Probably a lot to do with the way that he played. Right. The way way that he, in his knees, being the way that, that he was born with, you know, without any injury, the way that he could, uh, switch, switch directions at a high speed on a dime. Yeah. He's, he can't do that anymore not the same way he's always gonna have that thought of that fear of hurting himself and and everything that he had to go through and so every time he thinks about you know breaking some guy's ankles he's thinking about breaking his knee you know exactly or or uh you know jumping up to slam it into the next dimension like he did before he's always thinking about those ankles he's thinking about he's thinking about everything um, and so it's just a mental block that is not allowing him to be the player that he was. And I think 
in addition to that, he know like he knows that he that he can't be the same player. So he's scared because of injury, and he knows he's scared. He knows he can't be that same player. And to be like all the hype that he had and when he was when he was younger in his rookie season being MVP, youngest MVP, um, and then now what he is now and the capabilities that he has probably crushed him. Just crushed him. Yeah, I mean, I agree, but I don't know. Because it's got to be frustrating. Because he all he wants to do is play basketball. And it's injury after injury after injury. Much less like he can't play the way he played when he won MVP. But motherfucker can't even stay on the court. Like, he can't play at all mm. as it is now. And I'm sure it's frustrating as hell to go out there. Here to zero. At 20. God, what is he? He's under 30. He's like yeah. 28. He's just like, should be in, in the prime of his career. And he's like, he can't, he can barely dunk anymore. Like, he can't get up there at all. Like, like we saw a highlight of him swatting some guy. Mm. His hand was above the box. Yeah. You know? That's so fucking athletic. And it's gotta be frustrating to not even be able to do that. Like, not even be able to dunk in practice anymore. Like, two dunks in a year for the Knicks last year. And it's one thing to be like a person, you know, on the streets playing basketball at the park and you used to be able to do that and now you can't. But it's a whole nother thing when you're in the public eye in the biggest, the biggest, um, you know, he's in the NBA. Yeah, exactly. The biggest franchise in the sport, you know, doing shit that. He can't do that stuff anymore. I mean, he's been playing that way since he was probably 14 or 15. Yeah. You know, and here he is, 27. Still a young guy, honestly. I mm. just can't. I'm thinking about retirement because he thinking, can't do Exactly. It. Thinking about retirement. When That's does it? When does the usual... What, when's the average uh, NBA player retire? What age? Oh, I don't know. I just depends. How LeBron? Shouldn't he be retiring soon? He's 32. He's 32. His hairline makes him look older. (laughs) He's, uh, LeBron's still an athletic freak, so I think he'll play till 40. Yeah, I thought he was 40, honestly. That hairline. For, like, stars, I mean, late, 35, 36 is usually when they retire. And so not even to be in his 30s yet. Exactly. Thinking about retiring NBA players hit their prime at 26. Ideally, 26 to 28 is their prime, like their prime beginning. He's 20, like 27, 28. I could be getting that wrong, but he's definitely under 30. You should say right there 29. 20, he's 29, sorry. He should be in the second year of his prime. Like, it's it's so for him to say, like, I'm just uh, mentally, I can't play anymore. Like I'm just, I'm gonna retire. For him to like be at that point, at 29 years old, is crazy. It's a bummer. It really is. To work all your life for something, then actually achieve it, and then once you achieve it, you can't like, you can't do it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's an anomaly. It's so freaking sad. It's one of the top three saddest what if stories in NBA history. Next up, uh, who? Len Bias. Len Bias. Yeah, I was thinking. I was trying to think of his name. 
Golly, Limbaugh. Even now, and then, uh, when I think of that 30 for 30, I'm like, shoot. Dude, Limbaugh's. that one, that's fucking sad, man. That, that broke me. That broke my heart, man, to think, like, he was gonna, he was gonna make it, and then yeah, himself clean. Yeah, that would have been Lynn Bias versus Michael Jordan. That would have been a hell of a ride. Oh, man. Oh. Who do you think would have won Lynn Bias? Michael Jordan himself, I'm pretty sure, said Lynn Bias was better than him in college. Mm. But that's in college. Michael Jordan was nasty in college, though. So. Yeah. And the team that Lynn Bias would have gone to, the Celtics. Yep. Larry Bird, Robert mm. Parrish, Kevin McHale. That would have been a nasty rivalry. Fucking nasty. Can you imagine that shit? No. Me neither. See, overdose on coke or something? Yeah. Oh, well. Derrick Rose didn't overdose on coke, and that's what matters. He just destroyed his knees at 24. Yeah. Anyway, LeBron, you're a pussy bitch. Yeah. So, and Derrick Rose, um, invest in something called joint juice, brother. Invest in Bitcoin. That's my tip. Get on here and defend yourself. Bitcoin. Bitcoin. LeBron. LeBron, tell us. Tell us why your hair came back. 